0: Hi, this is Simon Jordan, and welcome to Podcast 27. Well, this one is the start of something a little bit new we're adding to One Planet in Place. When I say we, it's me. Um, And this is going to be an interview. Um, I'm going to be doing interviews with people who are outside, doing a lot of things outside. Today's interview is with a guy called Tobias Muse, and I'll introduce him on the actual show. Uh, just a f- fantastic guy, uh, amazing adventure athlete, the, the, the races he's run are incredible, and what I want to do, I want to share with you what people are doing outside, people who are just, they're, they're, they're living their life they're from, from within, and they're creating their life from within, and they, you know, they're, they're passionate about what they're doing, and it's all about outside, doing things outside, it might be um, swimming, it might be just walking, it could be a whole host of things, so to start off these interviews, I'm interviewing Tobias, so tune in and enjoy. So Tobias Muse, welcome to One Planet One Place. Um, just before you, you uh, say hello, you are an adventure athlete and journalist, author, speaker, filmmaker and new dad as well, a, a young girl of 19 months now. Tobias, welcome to One Planet One Place. Thank you very much for having me, Science. very kind. No, it's a pleasure. and I, I appreciate your. Uh, we were just saying before I, I clicked record on this that your <laughs> your time is so crucial. Obviously, with the little one and everything you're doing, all the amazing stuff you're doing. So, okay, let's go back in time. What got you started? What was the catalyst for all this? Gosh, um, what
1: was the. I, I think actually that the, the crucial moment uh, began when I finished university slightly late in years uh, at the ripe age of 25, uh, having uh, had a career as a student, should we say, doing several degrees and a few more. Um, and, uh, and I. I come from a long line of of army officers, uh, gunner officers uh, in the Royal Artillery. And uh, and I said, gosh, I I wonder if I'm good enough to get into the army. So I applied. And uh, as I, you know, as I was finishing my degree and by some fluke, uh, I got accepted. But I didn't actually know I got accepted until the 11th hour uh, when I, I sort of did this uh, commissioning board uh, entrance thing that you do. It's called the regular commissions board. And uh, so I, I finished it on the Saturday and on the Monday. Um, I, I rang them up to say, hey, what's uh, what's what's the score? Did I pass and so on? And I said, "Yes, you did. Congratulations." Um, so we have a, a slot uh, uh, for the next course uh, this Sunday, if you'd like to join. Otherwise, you won't be able to do it until January uh, uh, later, you know, the following year. So this was now in uh, the end of April. So it's either kind of literally start that week or or start the following year. And I just thought, well, if I wait to the following year, the likelihood of me actually accepting it is 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 is, is nil. So so I, I kind of jumped at the opportunity. I thought right solid I'll, I'll join the army and not really appreciating that was actually a four-year decision uh plus a few more when when uh, you know it's not like you you plan your your leaving party as you join but um so yeah so i think actually just joining the army was very much the, the beginning of 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 an adventurous life because for me, I couldn't have done anything further away from my comfort zone. And uh, I I often say that joining the army was the, the best decision I ever made. But the second best decision I ever made was to leave, um, and uh, and it's quite a tricky one because it's a, it's a great career to have and it gave me all the skills that I needed um, to kind of survive in the world. Um, and it was a very I I liked being able to call myself you know uh, an army officer to, to serve her Queen, but uh, Her Majesty, but but um but I also felt a bit uh, sort of creatively creatively stifled. So um so so I, I so I left. But as I left, I suddenly realised I had uh, kind of had to find a new identity and and. That that is when, uh, essentially, uh, I decided to become an ultra
0: runner. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big jump, isn't it? I, I like that when you're saying the, <laughs> the best decision was a joy and the best, next one was to leave. I think when someone, someone said uh, about owning a, a speedboat, the day you buy it and the day you sell it, it's <laughs> very similar. So, yes. yeah, so <laughs> tell me then what, I mean, because I know it's all about the mindset. Um, I know this is what I do in my runs now. You know, it's, um, it is, it's quite phenomenal. So do you think you learnt that type of mindset to just conquer just go for it and not listen to the pains I think you know hey as I said before, before joining the army I mean I, I,
1: I'd never done anything quite as uh, quite as extreme I mean I, I played croquet in my upper six I was a golfer I played squash at school uh, and you know I I kind of thought of myself as sporty, but I, I, I really wasn't, you know, I was quite a, a jack of all trades, but I wasn't like super good at any one thing. And, um, so I think when I, when I joined just getting in gave me a massive kick up the ass. And then the second stage was five weeks in, they make you do this 24 hour, uh, kind of endurance, what, 24 hour, 24 plus hour endurance march, um, I can't actually remember the, name, remember the name of it now. But, but anyway, it's called it's sort of something like Worst Encounter or something like that. And um, and essentially, yeah, you involve involves you uh, doing this kind of six mile tab around the Brecon Beacons, so not far from your home. And um and I you know I'd never walked that far, you know, I'd never walked further than probably five miles. So just only doing sixty miles with with essentially no training. And no there's no like no build up to this. And uh, when I finished it 36 hours later, you know, I, I my my confidence levels were so high after that, I thought, well sorry, I can I can pretty much do anything now. And I think that was the beginning of realizing that I could do a lot more than I thought I was capable of. Yeah, and essentially, yeah. you know, we're always limited by our own kind of self-imposed limitations essentially we say oh i can't do that it's too difficult um you know no one else is saying that it's just us so essentially the, the the long and short of it is um you know that 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 little episode back in for me was back in 2003 um in in may 2003 that that was the beginning of realizing that actually i was far more capable than i thought i was and and i followed that mindset
0: ever since well, that's brilliant. I, mean, I suppose yeah that that's the that, pivotal pivotal moment. I suppose so I suppose when you're going through different elements, do you ever recall that time that you've done it? You literally did it from scratch. How, how do you mean? Well, in, in other words, when you're coming to something hard that you think, oh, can I really do that do this? Do you look back and use that as a a marker to think, well, you know, I did I that see, from nothing. Yeah. Yes, I can do it. Of course I can do it. I did it then I can do it now
1: yeah i, mean, I to, to be frank probably not because since then i've i've got, i've stretched my my uh, elasticity you know my comfort zone so much now that you, you basically look back to the last marker that you put in the sand uh where your where your sort of comfort zone ends so for instance um, i did a race called the otelo it's a swim run in the swedish archipelago that involves essentially an ultra marathon and an ultra swim but it's kind of split up into stages and you swim the best part of uh, 10 kilometers and you run 65 kilometers across 26 islands so you're kind of swimming between the islands and running across them and you know i I'm not a strong swimmer, you know, I've done, you know, I've done four Ironman races, but, you know, in each of the swims, it was just a case of surviving until I could get to the bike. And even then that was surviving until I can get to the run, which is my strongest element. So when I did this, uh, you know, this this swim with with my wife a week before our wedding, you know, I was – terrified i mean the two of us had done some practice runs but you know this was so far out of my comfort zone i mean this is cold water swimming it was nine degrees you're in a wetsuit for basically 12 hours uh and and you're running in your wetsuit and swimming in your shoes you know all things that i'm not good at doing and and that was a point when i just thought there's nothing i've done that's prepared me for this this is this is totally new and then i thought gosh there are people here that that you know probably exactly in the same boat and i had to remind myself that that actually i would be able to do it and i've never failed at anything yet and i'm not going to start doing it now and that's essentially the same attitude i apply to everything uh, and i've i've done over I I, I I haven't i've stopped counting at 200 but i probably i put 250 now you know races that i've done of pretty much every length duration you know, and, and type that you can think of from wife carrying to multi-stage ultra marathons to, you know, eight-day adventure races across New Zealand. So um, the, the the long and short of it is, you know, at the end of all those, I've never not finished a race, apart from once, <laughs> oh, uh, my first ever, pretty much. So so that's not bad. So the point is, I kind of think, well, if I got the track record, I might as well just keep it going. And and that's what I do. There's nothing clever about it or anything like that. I just kind of, I just think I'm, I'm not going to quit because failure lasts forever,
0: doesn't it? Absolutely, no, no, it's amazing. So, because I want to talk about your your new book in a moment. So, is it? Well, rather, read rephrase. To, what is it about Mother Nature that pulls you to be outside? Because your your new book is called Go, and it's all there's all these different challenges out there. Is it? Is it more about the uh, the physical aspect of it, or is it the fact you're just you're not? Made for sitting at a desk, but like me, really, and it's just about being outside and exploring, <laughs> seeing what you can do.
1: Go was inspired by actually by my last book, um, and uh, which was called Fifty Races to Run Before You Die. And essentially, it was a kind of a, that book is a bit of a sort of a, uh, I guess, a bit like an autobiography of races. It's my favourite races that I've done throughout the world. And uh, when I finished the chapter, the final chapter, and the final big race. Uh, one that was called the dragon's back and it, it follows it follows uh, you know, it crosses uh, Wales in pretty much goes past your goes past your door um, so um, I um, I essentially um, uh, so um so yeah so I did this race called the dragons back race. And for me, that was kind of the toughest race I believed I'd ever do. And essentially every single race in the build-up to that was going to be kind of training for that race. And when I, uh, um, when I finished it, I thought, gosh, you know, how can I top this race? This is build, you know, is one of the toughest races in the world. Two hundred miles of fell running, essentially across the mountainous spine of Wales. Um, how can I top it? And I realised then and there that I didn't want to have to wait another two years to do a race like this. I wanted to be able to have the option to do a race like this whenever I wanted. And I started to look into uh, the kind of Bob Graham Round esque concept, the, the 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 type of anytime challenges that you can do on a Tuesday evening, you can do on the weekend, you can do whenever you want. You're not limited by when a race organiser puts on a race so um, so that's and I'd already been doing this for quite some time but it was only then that I started to kind of pull it all together really and I started looking at how I can kind of entertain myself at a whim? How can I challenge myself whenever I want to? And, and, I, and I guess the best way to describe it is it's a bit like kind of parkour for endurance athletes. I, I look at my surroundings now with a completely new eye. I, I'm constantly thinking, how can I turn essentially my geographical surroundings into a playground into something that can challenge me and i use essentially the kind of time distance uh, speed equation to to kind of work out you know how can i make something challenging in the time i've got so for instance you know if you were to take a very simple concept of racing the sun you know, every day there's a, a the sunrise and sunset changes by by a few minutes either side. So you could choose a challenge to do on your summer solstice. Uh, and uh, it, you would ideally choose something that is uh, that is just achievable in the time you've got. Uh, but equally, if you wanted to really make life difficult, then you could do it on the winter solstice and you give yourself less, less time to do a challenge. I mean, essentially, you can you can either say I'm going to go and run for 16 hours or I'm going to go and run for five hours if you live in scotland in, in the winter um so uh the the point is is just uh looking at your surroundings in a slightly different way it's, it's a bit like kind of cooking and then adding a lot of spice to your food it's just about mixing things up and making it look, you know making it interesting essentially
0: i, I love it i especially love the uh, the sea to summit because i'm thinking how ah, this uh, there's quite obviously i'm very close to the sea here surrounded by the sea on, on the peninsula mm. and there's quite a lovely summits around here um i think it's a brilliant idea <sighs> but for me obviously one planet one place is all about being outside being in mother nature is that a huge part for you as well or is it more about the endurance and actually testing yourself
1: oh no no completely i mean being outside is is the number one Point of all of us. I mean, as I, I live in the French Pyrenees now, uh, having moved from uh, from Balon, the gateway to the south, uh, and now I live. Uh, I live in the foothills, of the Pyrenees, and uh, I look upon uh, the most spectacular view. And every single day, uh, I I, I, I want to be outside. I want to go into the mountains, and uh, I, I barely spend any time indoors anymore. Now uh, I live in shorts, uh, and and I grab every single moment to get outside and do something uh, whether it's going for a bike ride whether it's going for a run or even just going for a walk or, or 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 just mucking around in the garden and doing stuff i mean essentially as long as i'm outside i'm happy i do not like being inside so but the point the point of it is really for me for my, my point is i i get bored so i need to have some degree of a of a challenge to to keep myself interested so that's why i look at the outdoors as a basically it's a gym for me it's, it's it's uh but it's more than that it's it's uh it's uh, it's a playground it's, it's a place I can turn into uh a, a, into my racetrack
0: I love it I, yeah, I love, love the idea do you think it's also good for your your mental um attitude as well you just your mind being outside Gosh, yeah. I
1: mean, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not getting harassed by my wife to go and do do uh, do some, uh, some some chore around the house, uh, then I, you know I'm, I'm looking after my child, or I'm I'm working, and uh, and that little time out, that 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 just time to myself in nature uh, whatever the element whether it's raining snowing windy sunny doesn't really matter that is precious for me and i and i always feel so much more energized once i've once i've you know had my little uh, outdoor fix shall we say um, and i and i get it all here and it's it's uh, it's, it's it's lovely living in, an, in essentially in a national park where where there's there's just everywhere you go is is, uh, is an adventure
0: no, you're absolutely right. It's um, I've seen the if, if, if follow you on Instagram, and I'm going to ask in a minute where people can find you. But looking at your Instagram account, just beautiful photos, absolutely fantastic photos. So uh, the books, is. thank you. The, the books you've got out. So you've got fifty races to run before you die. Then you've got the the latest yeah. one, Go, which is a brilliant one. It's a there's two challenges. We, as you said, you can set ones all around you. It's not about having to apply for a big race, things like that. Uh, something I've started to do recently. Actually, I've got downloaded this Ordnance Survey map on my iPhone, and you can plot routes, and you can work out. Okay, well that's the I'm, that those that's the the total amount of height I'm going to be climbing. That's the distance, and that's fantastic. And then it will actually plot the route for you. So it's brilliant. So There's lots of lots of uh, ways of getting out there. Yeah so, so cool. maps are the most
1: sorry I just for saying maps they are i don't think you can do anything without a map i mean i absolutely love them and uh, especially west maps i mean the, the 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 new online tool that you've got and that the app is brilliant and it's so I mean, it's just so useful for planning what you're going to do because i don't i don't think until you look at a map you really can actually understand where it where you are i mean i just don't, i don't know how you know google maps is one thing that's great but you know you need you need contours you need relief you need to be able to uh, you need you need proper mapping and uh, and it helps you plan uh, uh you know to to, to oh, i just you just can't do it without a map
0: I, I've, got, I've got i've got a thing for maps i love looking at them every time you know, I, I climb most weekends we're up into you know snowdonia um and just i love it On the kitchen table, looking at the map, planning and thinking, "Oh, I never knew that was there!" And just thinking, "Oh, if I go left here, I can see that." It's amazing. It's a it's a world of discovery. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So, just um, briefly before we 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 close up and you go off and do another adventure with your child, probably (laughs) this time. (laughs) Um, What's your next adventure, then, Tobias? What is my next adventure?
1: Good question. Uh, I the point the I'm I'm working up towards at the moment is a second navigation of the pyrenees by bike. So uh, so I live in the French pyrenees but the pyrenees are sort of 450 kilometres long, and, and 30% of them are in France, and 70% are in Spain. And uh, so, so essentially, the idea is to uh, to ride uh, basically as close to the mountains as possible, sticking as close to the border on the French side. Uh, it's a, something called the Route, Route des d'École. It's about 900 odd kilometres in total, and and then I swing back around the massif, and I will come back via the Spanish. Uh, side uh, on along the, uh, it's kind of like a mountain bike trail that essentially follows the south side uh, of the ponies uh, and I'm doing it on a, on a sort of gravel bike essentially. So, so one bike, a change of tyres uh, at, at the end. Of it. It's like a coast to coast to coast. So it's going to take two weeks. Uh, it's about. 1800k um and it's got a ridiculous amount of, uh, of elevation gain uh, sort of like the equivalent of going to go space uh but um but yeah so that's my next one that's gonna be the end of august wow uh, and and then i'm gonna follow that up next year with, with a run around the pyrenees so that's that's the plan so i, I kind of really want to explore my own backyard now properly because every single valley is is different and um i mean it's extraordinary how you you get sort of Two for the price of one in the Pyrenees, where you know the French side is one thing, but the Spanish side is like a—it's not—it is a different country, but I mean it's like a different continent. It is so vastly different from the Spanish Pyrenees to the French that it's—it's it's difficult to believe they're part of the same chain. Um, so, so that's the next big uh, adventure I've got, I guess. And the rest of them are just like ones I fit in and around
0: um, my my working day. Brilliant, fantastic. Okay, so so final question then. Tell me something that not many people know about you.
1: Oh, huh. I'm a pianist. Uh, I, I I would have my yeah. I before I before I joined the army. Before I uh, wanted to run or do anything, I wanted to become a, a professional pianist. And I uh, I trained a lot when I was younger, and uh, and I basically taught myself. Uh, and then I went to the conservatoire in, in France in Poitiers, and uh, where I was at university to begin with. And and yeah. And I had this plan to become a professional uh, pianist, uh, but uh, then, God, I don't know what really happened. But yeah, so just stuff took over, and I, I didn't. <laughs> basically, but yeah, my, I loved
0: to play the piano. That's, that's like my, that's my, that's my that's sort fantastic. of uh, my other thing. Brilliant, yeah. you old smoothie. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to drop in one more question. Yeah. If, if there's someone well, there will, will be lots of people listening to this who have never really thought about maybe getting out there. Yes, they like maybe getting out in nature. That's the whole point of you know One Planet in Place, inspiring people to do that. But if they think, well, actually, I'd like to start running or I fancy entering a race, apart from the obvious, go and buy some shoes or just, just do it, what what advice would you give to someone who's starting to think about it?
1: Ooh. I mean, the, 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 the obvious... <laughs> okay, so the, the most important thing to do is literally just pick, put a date in the diary and, and just commit... Because you can talk about it, you can think about it, you go one day I might you know, you just said to me earlier, you know, I want to run an ultramarathon. You you can you can go and run an ultramarathon tomorrow. You don't need to go and wait to enter anything. You can just go and do it. The distance is there, it doesn't change. I mean there's anything beyond a marathon essentially. So so and it doesn't it's not about the speed, it's just completing the distance. So thing is we give ourselves excuses to say oh, i i'm not ready to do that yet i'm i have not trained enough but you know ultimately you can go you can go out and run an ultramarathon tomorrow and you will you will finish whatever you you decide to do and um, so so the the most important thing is just you know put a date in the diary and say this is when i'm going to do whatever it is you know whether it's a 5k park run whether it's run an ultramarathon whether it's just go for a run put a date in the diary and do it don't procrastinate uh, and the second thing is if you are kind of worried you know there's going back to those self-imposed limitations i mean if you're thinking gosh you know I, I can't do it it's too difficult i can't imagine running for instance a marathon then essentially you just need to break it up and and just go out and run 5k and then once you done 5k set yourself you know a few more weeks or a month or whatever and go and do a 10k uh, and then do a 15k and then do before you know it within three months you probably run a marathon you know distance you're certainly capable of doing it. it's just a case the trickiest thing is not getting injured uh and and the best way to avoid getting injured which is the other thing that any runner will tell you is, is a nightmare uh is 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 variety uh is not overtraining, not doing too much of one thing uh, and not doing anything too quickly too hard so i say you can run octro tomorrow yes you can but i do i wouldn't expect you to go and run the whole thing without stopping to go and walk for instance so the point is training allows you to go quicker uh, and and will ultimately allow you to go further with a less degree of pain but you can always do it and pain on the whole is pretty temporary unless you really properly injure yourself so not too much not too quickly but same time you know don't
0: be limited by yourself brilliant in the diary that's pretty well in fact i've just been looking at bikes because i'm doing a lot of running and i am actually thinking and reading in the men's um men's running magazine which you were featured in um that training as you if you just said just doing one thing is not good so i, I need i need to be doing that okay so yes west so and also yeah so so kind karen
1: I was just going to say, you get bored uh, and and stay motivated. You need to just spice things up. You need to change your routine. If you just stick to routine day in day out and just follow training programs and build up to a race, then you you know you taper from that and you build up again. You know it just becomes too much. So the, the best way to do it is to change and, and do something different. Go from obstacle course racing to cycling to marathon running to mountain biking to kayaking. Just keep it keep it keep it turned around and uh, and that will keep you motivated far far unless of course you're trying to become a professional in one sport and you want to win stuff then you do have to focus a bit on one thing but if it's just most people don't you know i would say 98 percent of people do not enter a race in order to win or get on the podium they do it just to challenge themselves and you can get that kick from doing anything so therefore you know just do different challenges. Just keep it all uh, keep it all interesting. And uh, yeah, that's that. It's all brilliant, about spice. Brilliant.
0: No, I really appreciate that because we're we're, we're um, I'm currently leading. Well, leading on one night of the week, the to 10K people, um, which uh, I think they'll they'll really appreciate listening to this. So, where can people find you, tomorrow? So you got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, your website. I'll, I'll, I'll put yeah. all the links on the site <laughs> as well. But. Where, where's the best place to find Oh, point? That's very am Pretty much, I'm,
1: all, I'm all over the internet, as they say. Uh, not, in a, not in a bad way, nor am I trying to break it by doing anything stupid. But uh, so yeah, so Tobias Muse. Uh, one kind of word. Uh, it's pretty much my username for pretty much any any account that's uh, got social media in the title. Um, so so yeah, so or except facebook.com uh, forward slash Ultra Muse, which sounds a bit ridiculous, but there we go. Um, to, Tobias, Meese was taken by myself. So, <laughs> that's, um, so yeah. So, uh, so, so Tobias, Muse, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Those are the three accounts I mainly use, and uh, my website's TobiasMuse.com. and I have a blog called
0: HardAsTrails.com. Fantastic, love it, love it. And you can, see, and, and I will put all the links for your books, uh, everything on the on this page as well, on the show yeah. notes. So, Tobias, I will let you go, oh. run, change the baby, whatever. But thank you so much for your time, sir. <laughs> Oh, my pleasure it's been an honor to be to be speaking on your show thank you Simon oh, my pleasure my pleasure so that's it thank you just go and go and check out Tobias on everything he's doing and as he says just to start small and do it thank you very much so that's it for Podcast 27. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you want to go and see the show notes, you want to have links to Tobias's books, his website, wherever he is on social media, which seems to be everywhere, just go to oneplanetoneplace.com forward slash podcast 27. That's two seven, the numerals, oneplanetoneplace.com forward slash podcast 27. And you can follow me on Instagram at the Simon Jordan or on Twitter at the Simon Jordan. And obviously on the Facebook page, where we have a big community there, engaged followers, which is facebook.com forward slash one planet, one place. Also leave your reviews as well. I'd love to hear what you think about these. Uh, on itunes or on 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 the net we'll find them so thank you very much for listening if you've found these valuable if you found these interesting if you find you know someone who could also do with a bit of inspiration about getting outside maybe doing a starting a couch to 5k um just simply share it with them but thank you very much for listening thank you very much for being part of the uh, escapee community and i'll speak to you next week take care bye